when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Monday, July 30th, 2018, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio, episode 174. Whoa! Joining me today, all in the studio today, it's a classic full studio uh, podcast. This, this is the way podcasts are meant to be. This is right. cool. That's how <laughs> Natalie is like... <laughs> full NPR. No, I don't know. That's This is something else. Hello, welcome It's like old NPR. Waypoint like Radio. Early 90s, like, holy I don't think anyone's man. ever smiled this much at NPR. <laughs> It's true. Except for when they're giving away tote bags. <gasps> She's giving away a tote bag! Danielle oh, Riendo here on my left. Hi, how are you today? Um, I want a tote bag. It's Monday. Do you have a tote bag for us, Natalie Watson? No, I do not, actually. Um, what I can offer is friendship. Oh, okay. that's like a, it's like a tote bag for your soul. I don't know friendship and smells? <laughs> smiles? <laughs> smiles? Smells! Not smiles. smells that I... Wore deodorant today, so hopefully yeah, you go. not sure. smell. You Those go. are good smells. And that is also the voice of Ricardo Contreras, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Cotto. Yeah. How's it going? Good. You and Natalie are coming, probably coming down still from the hype that was Overwatch <laughs> League Finals weekend. The Hell. high. Yes. Was, yeah, were you not high The on? amp. The amped up I was high on, on Overwatch. On Overwatch. Mm, it doesn't work that well. It doesn't work. They had these sections where they would amp it up. And What's that mean? It just meant everyone you know needed you, to get loud. Get you know when you have the crowd meter at like a sports game, yeah. and they're yeah. like, "Let's pump it up." But right, this is amp it up. There. I got you. Yeah, yeah. right. And because the ultimates, you know, ooh. meter fills mm-hmm. up. You got to amp oh. up the ultimate meters so you can use. It's all video games, but sports. Yeah. So how was it? Let's like let's yeah. put aside the like, <laughs> jokes around esports. Um, I'm genuinely curious. Like, did y'all have a good time? Did you? What was the experience like? Tell us about. Take us. I'm gonna close my eyes. I'm gonna pretend I saw nothing because really all I saw was DJ Khaled like trying to overwatch. He was there. I got overwatch, thoughts. Overwatch, overwatch me, and then he did like a bad. Like, I got two thoughts. Step. Yeah, I got thoughts on DJ Khaled. But first, I'll begin. Yeah. By my arrival. I, <laughs> this is a whole thing. Arrival league. I uh, me and me and Joel went down. To the to Barclays together, mm-hmm. and uh, I met up with uh, Joel. Went to go be Joel and be Mister <laughs> Businessman, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I met up with my boyfriend. And as as you all know, when I was at E three, I was all about the photo ops. I was all about mm-hmm. the free swag, <laughs> and my the vaping, the vaping, the vaping, the vape. vaping opportunity, very important. Yes, the the vape ops, yeah, photo ops. <laughs> Vape ops, swag, swag ops. ops. Yeah, that's uh-huh. a new call. Swag ops, yeah. 
Pops and, and Vops. Vops. Good. Those are the three. Those are the three big ones. <laughs> yeah. So um, my my boyfriend took the took the rain on this one though and had us do a three sixty no scope no scope photo op fop fop as yeah. also known as and it was very embarrassing but very fun. Um, that being said, wait, what is a three sixty? Yeah, fop? I need to What's hear a 360 this. Photo op? <laughs> 360 I know what a fop, fop is, obviously. Uh, uh, a three sixties. There, when you see That's a circle, this is <laughs> yeah. new, What's a photo? What's a three sixty photo op? So in a circle, there are three hundred and sixty degrees, and then when Mind you blowing. when you rotate, mm-hmm. all the degrees are captured. So it's like a rotating platform. Yeah, so basically <laughs> there's like a rotating circle. <laughs> this is making it sound less and less impressive. <laughs> so basically you're standing on this rotating circle and they like record you and make a gif out of it and um, a lot of people were doing like little Overwatch emotes for it. It nice. was very cute. What was your pose? Um, I, at first I was going to do the diva selfie peace sign because oh, I yeah. saw a girl do it right before me yeah. and then um, and you were wearing your Diva jacket. I was wearing my oh, very cool Diva Diva Bomber jacket. So good. Varsity jacket. Um, and then I uh, sort of re-entered my body and was like, <laughs> I'm absolutely not fucking doing this. So I just like went for like a ch- chiller piece line with, without the selfie mm-hmm. cam. Um, but it was very funny. And uh, like that that's to say that like the atmosphere at the tournament was really cool. Um, it was just super good vibes. It was like the best parts about going to a sports game and like feeling like, oh yeah, we're all here rooting for a team together. Like we're all bonding over this th- thing. Um, and it was surprising to see that like the crowd was like evenly split between London Spitfire and Philadelphia Fusion. Yeah, you would think the Fusion fans would have really shown up because Philly's so close. Yeah, I mean they they, sh- did. they definitely okay. did show up. Um, and like, but but that's to say that like the both both teams were like equally loud. Like their fans were equally yeah. loud. Like people weren't. It was less sort of like I'm from Philly. I like I love you know Philadelphia it was like I love these people on this specific team because right. no one on the like for the most part like the people on the teams aren't actually from, from the places, places. Oh, right, and so right. their followings are are based on the personalities or the the talent themselves which sure. is kind of a cool thing that mm-hmm. like you know people have like this this uh, predetermined like investment in specific players, and it was cool to see. It's like how soccer works, kind of right. Yeah, like a lot of close. soccer soccer players don't usually play where they live. Like the best ones go right. over to Britain and are in like the. I don't know actually know what the league is and all that, but like yeah, yeah. So that was really cool, um, and just like how like somebody asked me uh, on Twitter like was the crowd actually that loud because they were watching on Twitch and it Holy was yep. actually <laughs> that loud. Yeah. Like everyone, like every you know, like every death, every ultimate, every everything. Like people were just getting so hyped and like loud, but Cut like the snipes in the, the snipes. best way. Like it wasn't like people were like vying for a ten. Tension in the sort of like yeah, in the sports yeah, yeah. sort of thing where where people like to kind of uh, you know be that sports person where the, the that sports <laughs> guy right. that is That's just like loud guy, and yeah, like yeah. taunting and things like that. It was like very like s- such like a more wholesome like take oh. on that, which was like very nice to be in. So um, right. cool, yeah. Um, I had a pretty different experience because I went. As press, technically. Oh, right. I got oh. a press pass, so I got to do that for the first time ever, which was really interesting to just kind of see behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like, 
There was a little room with some food, some very bad wow. Asian chicken. True. Good, <laughs> good, good. That is yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but uh, and they uh, overbooked press. There oh, was yeah. that doesn't sound right. <laughs> there was not any. Yeah, wait, what was the press experience like? So you went Friday night and yeah, Saturday. I went both days, and so I went in, got my press badge, and they os- escorted me by. Um, I saw Joel and Natalie for a second, but I was like, "Hey, hi!" Uh, like, but I'm being go. I'm press. Well, but I, <laughs> I was just, I, go. I didn't want to. W- <laughs> there are some bad Asian chicken for me. <laughs> Don't ask me which part of Asia no. yeah, they didn't I, figure out. No, that's what that was just that's what it was it was Asian Asian chicken labeled chicken. Yes, salad. it was Asian Asian yeah. chick Asian barbecued chicken of some sort. It was okay. I don't know. There's a great Margaret Cho bit about I'm, that. I'm sure. Like, Fifteen years ago, <laughs> right. you should the go back. Asian, like. Just like going up and—I don't mean to hijack this. I but promise. No, that's good. <laughs> going up and down the aisle of an airplane like Asian chicken salad, and they got to her, and the guy was like. Chicken salad. <laughs> oh my goodness! God. Sorry, I'm sorry oh to invoke that. No, but yes, it's fine. Well, I didn't want to leave. Make the uh, the staff person who was escorting me waiting. So I only like oh. just said like a quick hi. I was like, okay, but I have, I want I need to go. Um, it was interesting. Most of the people. Once I was down there, I was I was kind of on the later end. It seemed like most of the staff people, uh, most of the press people had already gone up to the press area, which was near where the like casters were like you could see like yeah. both of the stages where they actually were which wasn't kind of a good vantage point but they they basically had these tables because people are going to have their laptops and yeah. stuff writing and like it was just totally like there were people when i got there that were already sitting on the stairs next to the like rows of tables there was nowhere extra to sit and the entire place was general admission so like you could technically find a seat elsewhere but it was also completely packed it was like to the brim like full of people like I could have gone maybe up to like nosebleeds there was like maybe one or two seats but I'm not about that height like I can't (laughs) even like no matter no matter what like if it's like you know there's like that even with a guardrail even with a guardrail it's too much (laughs) terrifying yeah it was odd that they did it that way that it was like it's not, so you're saying it's not ticketed seats? Like no, no. One no. But there's so there, there, were, there, there were two. There were two. Number, I had a seat number on my ticket, right. and so when me, me and and Ben were doing our you know multimedia experience in uh-huh. three, the 360 <laughs> the 360, fob. the 360 fob, we like walked down to go to our seats, and they were like, "Oh no, you got to go up now." And we we're like, "What?" Because oh, like everything below because was everything already, below was right. already yeah. already taken, and it was like. I get what it. What you have to like run to the bathroom? Well, you hope I did. you came with someone that saved your seat. That's yeah. you pee on the seat, or you leave something and hope it doesn't get stolen. No, I saw a lot of backpacks. No, I know. That, I, I was like, no. Allowed. That yeah, that was a thing. Apparently, <laughs> backpacks weren't allowed, but there were plenty of them, and they were all in the seats that I thought would be free. Oh my God, <laughs> I had a swag backpack that. I picked was up. Was it one of those ones that has just like the little rope that closes it? There you already know. know what it is. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> you shitty little. Did you get a towel? It was actually <laughs> very high quality. Did you get one of those towels? I, I did get a towel. Very and good. it's you spin it around like a helicopter. <laughs> no, but I did take the lung the London <laughs> the London Spitfire little airplane that they gave me, and I was going like woo. You rooting for London out here? Um, I was rooting for them because the first first day I was like, let's do this. And then second day I was like, wow, I'm really got to root for the underdog now. So then I was like rooting for Fusion because it was just getting hard. It was was pretty rough. To watch. So Um, So what was the actual event? So like you guys got there late on Friday or like uh, evening on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's Friday and then Saturday. 
Saturday, Friday night and then Saturday. Yeah. Saturday with and then Sunday. The, so it's not Sunday. Not, not Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. So it's a best of five match. Mm-hmm. Is a single match, mm-hmm. uh, and the idea was first to win uh, best of three mm-hmm. matches. Uh, so the idea is hopefully second day that that first match on the second day goes to the team that lost the first night and then right. you go to a third then you go to a third which is as match. Jeff Kaplan wa- really wanted that maximum gaming but we didn't get it was that a Jeff Kaplan quote he like yeah oh boy. <laughs> what was it exactly he, he was like I really hope it goes to three because um, we're all about the maximum gaming yep <laughs> and I was like I need a fucking tweet. This, this the second that London one, I tweeted out like, "Sorry, Jeff, no maximum gaming for oh, you." Yeah. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. I will say that it, it felt like it went by really fast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on I was home. Well, we didn't by, even go to like it was best of five, and it didn't go to five. Yeah, it went to, in those matches wow. even. No, uh, four? It was four. Yeah, it was four on day two and day one. It was. Five. It was five on day one. Um, but yeah, it went by really fast. Um, I could tell that they were like the the way that they were trying to like lengthen the show with like the halftime and all and the sort of like the pre yeah. you know cast and things like that. The precast I think was pretty pretty good. I mean, it was interesting. I will say that the commentators like commentating while the game was going on. Uh, you could not hear them at all no. in the stadium. Oh, wow. The and stadium so it was, was really like, badly mixed for that. Yeah, it was. It was you, just everything that they were saying was like totally missed yeah. by most of the audience. I think, but the halftime shows they had like the first day they had uh, the Brook- Brooklyn Nets, who I think uh, are the dance team for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh-huh. Um, wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, hold the on. The Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. Oh. <laughs> Who are the dance team for the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. The Brooklyn yeah. Fish Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. E T T E. Nets. A co ed yes. team, by the way, the Brooklyn Nets. So awesome. that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. they had them perform during the halftime like show, like a, like dance, a dance number. Yeah. Um, which I think is, it was a great dance number. Okay. I think it may, I, I mean, I understand that this is like a new, they're trying yeah. to figure out how to. How to fill that halftime sort of? Tr- yeah, there's downtime during these events. People yeah. Need yeah. rest. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, how do you fill that space? Right. And that for an audience hard. that isn't. There were for multiple. An that's maybe not even figured out all the way. Yet. T-shirt yeah. gun segments. Sure, that's cool. <laughs> that'll I mean, that, work. That'll yeah, work. that works. People like I don't, t-shirts. I don't. Yeah, I don't know that that plays mostly. I don't know what it was like on the stream. That's what I'm really curious oh, about. What about happened then? People excited in the space, right? Yeah, the yeah. T-shirt guns are just about in the yeah. space, and they don't show that shit on TV even for. Sports. Right. The thing that's tough for me is the stuff. Not tough. The thing that's a, that would be if I was them. It's a quandary. Is like, mm. what do I show? To there's two goals. Like there's the goal of keeping the audience hyped in the in the space, mm-hmm. so they are excited, and that comes through on the television production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that comes through and makes the the league look you know exciting. But there's also just like the there. It's clear that. This is true for esports generally, but I think especially for Overwatch League, which has you know city attached teams and mm-hmm. has really great uh, kind of marketing and has built partnerships with companies that are about hitting a wide audience. Yeah, right. How do you make the rest of the world take your shit seriously? And I think that the thing that they went with was like make it a sports make game. it a sports game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so yeah. the Brooklyn Nets and DJ Khaled and like yeah. I it's I'm curious. The audience online did not eat that shit up. No, and no. so I'm. Or did they? 
Well, like, if, look how much content came out of DJ Khaled. <laughs> Yeah, but that, I, that would be like some four-dimensional chess shit. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's how DJ Khaled is like market himself. Like he, yeah. he must know, right? Mm, yeah, it's too. He's. It's. Mm, I thought that for a while. But I then, hoped that. Yeah, I hoped that for a while. I don't think so. The father of Assad, though. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I feel like there's just. It's an interesting dilemma because they yeah. want to reach an audience. They also know that, like, like there is a big black audience for video games. Like, T-Pain streams Overwatch. We were just talking about right. this. Yeah. Rappers play video games. Drake was just playing Fortnite, obviously, right? Like, this is, like, a thing that is – is there is the audience there. DJ Khaled is someone who has made so many pop hits, so many, like, pop rap and pop R&B hits. Yeah. There is, like – it feels like the sort of person who would draw and legitimize the event in, in, the, in spaces that – currently don't necessarily engage with the esports side of stuff in the numbers that they do with traditional sports, right? True. With T-sports. Was that right. even advertised, though? So, like, guys, I didn't know I no until, idea. like... I saw on the, like, one of the emails that was sent out that okay. DJ Khaled was performing on yeah. Saturday. I, yeah. But I will say that, like, DJ Khaled is, like, an odd choice in the sense that, like, any of his other... Like, his performances in general right. are, like, kind of awkward yeah. because he's... Yes. Just you know, shouting, doing the whatever, like Father Rasad, right, yeah, he's a hype man. like he's, he's a hype a man, really exactly. He's a, DJ, hype man. he's a DJ, the hype, hype man. man. Yeah. And so, one of the things that got really awkward was, and has and I've, the, I've he seen him people together. That's the other thing. Yeah, he does, he's like, oh, I can get these six people on this track. Exactly, it'll become the song of the summer exactly. because of my personal connections plus working with good producers. Exactly. Right? So, but the thing that's awkward, which is a thing that I, it, this isn't the first time I've seen him perform. I feel like I saw him perform at. Something like he opened, or, uh, yeah, something, something, and it was the same thing where he would throw it to the crowd and like people don't know the lyrics or if like, and what I, what I will say is like the <laughs> oh. crowd liked DJ Khaled like right. at Overwatch League, like they were having fun, like people were dancing, people were standing, but every time he threw it to the crowd, nobody knew the words yeah. to oh, the no. song, so nobody yeah. could sing it back to him. And every time he did the like. When I say over, you say watch or whatever. Like people would it. say watch, you know. <laughs> like people would engage <laughs> with that. that one. But when he was like, "All right, now rap all the lyrics to No Brainer," just came right, out yesterday. Right. Like <laughs> everyone was like, "Excuse me." Well, okay, but what? It was like all I do is, and no one knows. Like win, win, win. No oh, people what. were singing okay, that one. Okay, that was okay. the one. Like that okay. one in Wild 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 Thoughts. People okay, got yeah. down with. Okay, cool. Yeah, yes. but but all right. the, like, all right. Good job. Yeah, Overwatch so. fans. <laughs> But I don't um, know. Like, I don't know what the ideal person is for that. For that, sort maybe of thing. like someone that actually like Vince Staples, who plays Overwatch, yeah, T Pain, yeah. who plays, plays Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah. Like, is it? It's someone that like should be because yes. DJ Khaled didn't know what he was talking about when he was saying so. like, <laughs> "Yo, Overwatch." When Just they in general, he was like, "When DJ they call Khaled me, doesn't... when they call me to do this, I had another concert to go to, but I knew I had to do this Overwatch League Oof. history." I love this. <laughs> and we're like, I love this. Uh, Major key. Yeah. Do you think yeah. he's ever played it? Do you no, think he's ever played no, it? No, 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 no. He doesn't uh, play video games. No. He he's, gardens. He gardens. He takes nice. care of his son. Hammock talk. Yeah, hammer talk. Yeah, right. this is jet, jet skis. skis. <laughs> See? Oh, See? boy. So he gets lost on jet skis in the dark. You, you know. know. Classic DJ college. <laughs> Just what do you, college all right, so shit. here's the real question. When he heard about Overwatch, what do you think he thinks a game of Overwatch is? 
I think he knows what it is. Uh, mm. I think. Mm, uh, <laughs> so I think it's like Call of Duty. Yeah, with, this is just with like yeah. gay characters. This, like, this, this, yeah, no. no idea about the queer. Like, no, okay, no. All right, the all right. queer content or like the the queer fandom is what okay. it's. Okay. Yeah, there's no right. chance. Super no. Yeah, I think what he knows is he didn't take one look. That he got a check. All right. And like that check was big enough that he flew out to New York. All right. Yeah. And I think show. he had to be in. New York anyway because he, he was talking about he was talking about he was talking about he was like I'm about to open I'm on tour with Beyonce Jay-Z I'm about to open for them that's my next concert but I had to be here <laughs> Overwatch <laughs> I was God. like Jesus Christ yeah, I don't think I don't I think he looked at some key art maybe you know Right. I'm just like, saying, if you looked at Zarya and he was like, he oh, I guess not, this is... I don't think he would... No. I don't no. know that... I don't know it's that not DJ the key Khaled, art that he saw. I don't know that DJ Khaled understands what, like, queer coding is. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's, That's not fair. not the spaces I don't think... he moves in. Yeah. It's That's not, fair. It's not in his own work. Maybe I'm wrong. It could, you know, totally could, could be. could be more woke so, than we think. I'm, uh, yeah, you know? Probably not. You know? Major given, queer. Given some of his... Yeah, major queer alert. <laughs> given yeah, some of his... You don't get that out here. It doesn't happen <laughs> as often as we'd like. Uh, I, you know, it's... The, my biggest fear is that if someone clued him in, he would be less likely yeah. to perform. Yeah. Sad. Know? Um, yeah, it would be. Well, it he doesn't perform in one way, so we all know. True. About that. That's true. true. No. I, forgot, I forgot about All that. Right. So one a lot of people didn't. Thank you. So, <laughs> right. Uh, how was the rest of the show besides the like the sh- the like as a as a someone watching the actual gameplay mm-hmm. was it legible? In a, do you know what I mean when I say legible? Like for yeah. the most part, yeah. they did a couple. Um, one of the things that they did was they had like a picture in picture of they would have the larger one be sort of the like instant replay and oh. they would slow it down and then a live feed as the smaller. picture picture which was pretty cool Mm -hmm. i will say that the ui of like having like the six characters on one side and six characters on the other and seeing their like ultimate charge and like their deaths like made sort of the action in the middle a lot more legible because if i saw something go on and like i see someone die i like can begin to infer what what happened yeah 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 Yeah. and even like my uh my boyfriend doesn't hasn't watched any overwatch he wanted to go because he was just like really interested in the spectacle of the whole thing and there's sort of like little in they had like these intro videos that they would explain the rules of Hmm. like each mode and each match which was like super helpful for him and he like instantly and he could just like begin to read the room and read the sort of uh, displays and begin to understand what was going on. So he cool. picked it up super quickly. So it seemed like super accessible. Yeah. It was definitely a thing that you knew it was like, oh, right, they're showing this on ESPN. Right. Mm-hmm. They need to explain what the heck is happening on the screen right, right now. Mm-hmm. And like, so one of the one of the things is like the, the there was like a central screen that was just showing like gameplay and you would have the kill feed like normal in the game, but that wasn't super legible from our seats. So that the big side things sure. were kind of like what took the place of that for the people in the arena, which was like a good fix, I think. Yeah. Because otherwise, that like you would totally miss like, oh, did that person just die because of that person? Like, um, and so like in like I think they the production of like they even did like silly little things that were like really really helpful for being in person. Like when it went into overtime, all the lights in the stadium would turn oh, shit. would turn oh, yeah, orange really and like start cool. flashing, being like it's the overtime. Like shit's happening. Like Whoa. you knew in that room, like oh this is oh, serious business. Yeah, wow. yeah. And then when they would introduce like the new map. 
they 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 would use all three screens to kind of do this like panorama of the map, okay. and then the cool. lights around the whole stadium would like match the map, which was like really cool for just like setting the mood. So I think they use like for the most yeah. part, I think they. Like use the screens and the like atmosphere. Yeah, the actual of presentation the, of the play. Was yeah, really it was good. pretty yeah. good. Yeah, awesome. and like also they've been and they've been doing this the whole the whole season. But like they've got these really clear like each team has a color, right? And it's very easy to see like all right. of the like w- w- every uh, effect is coded in the team's specific color, mm. even if normally it would be something else in the game. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. That's interesting. So like, okay, uh, uh, like. Like Zarya's like ball is usually kind of bluish, yeah. but like it'd be like d- deep blue for the London Spitfire or the yeah. white or for Philly. Oh. Yes, cool. the whole thing That's was useful. coded that way, That's which was really very useful. was really made cool. it a lot yeah. easier to is, read. Um, how often? So obviously this is the finals for this the season, right? But like, how often do these events actually? How, like, if I wanted to get into the New York Excelsior, Excelsior. Year, is that right? Yeah, next year, how often do they play games at locations in the city? Like, physically? Yeah. Like, as far as I can remember, not really? I mean, they do. It's weird because they have, like, the Blizzard Arena in... Yeah, that's right. the thing. Uh, and, that's in, and I feel I feel like most of not, these... Where is that at? It's, that's I think at, it's in Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's LA. Okay. Um, that makes sense, given where Blizzard is. Really. Yeah. yeah. I think most of the games take place at places like that, like, spaces yeah. that are owned by... That's such a bummer. That Be, part of it's a yeah. huge bummer, because, like, I would want that experience... I could imagine myself doing that, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go see them a couple times a year. Right. And, like, yeah, go totally. to home games, so to speak. Right, right. yeah. So yeah. I'll do it in another sport. Like, oh, yeah, I'll go to a, I'll go to a baseball game. Why, why not? You'll see the Brooklyn Nets. Right, I would see the Brooklyn Nets. And the Brooklyn Nets. And, it's, and the Brooklyn Nets. At yeah. least according to a couple questions during the pressers was, is a thing that fans have been asking for, is okay. local games. Like, they, yeah. there's a demand for it, and hopefully they can figure that out with the next season. Cool. Is yeah. it? Does it have anything to do, I, I just wonder, I'm completely spitballing, if... You know the the fandoms aren't necessarily as geographically tied as they are maybe to traditional sports. I don't right. know. I'm just asking. I'm just putting this question I mean, out I there. I think they were trying to make that be the thing. Right? I see. Yeah. They yeah. want them to be geographically. They want you to be rooting for your home. Anybody team. can root yeah. for the London Spitfire yeah. in the world, but. Right. I think part of the reason you name a team like that is to try to activate a local contingent. Yeah. Right? Totally, gotcha. absolutely. Yeah. And one of the big things was like during the presser after London won was like are you finally gonna come visit basically like they've only been there for a week and like the fans there's the mm-hmm. demand from the fans to actually see and interact with these players so like that part is exactly no so like but like it's at least in that in that uh, aspect it's working like people want to yeah. like interact with them and That's like be cool. more involved yeah. Yeah. yeah I think most of the teams actually live in Los Angeles um, yeah at least Philadelphia Fusion does, I think, because um, they had like some intro videos of like the team's house or whatever, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that like they're close to Blizzard. They live in LA, and if most of their matches are taking place at the Blizzard Arena, that they would, yeah. you know, all live there. But yeah. it would it would be nice to see. I mean, that was the first thing I said after the game is like, I wish I could do this more often. Right. Like, I wish I could just, you yeah. know, like make this a, a thing that I Every do. Every few weeks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, right. Catch an Overwatch game. Yeah. yeah. It'd be fun. It'd be yeah. fun. Yeah, totally. And I bet you the other thing there that would be cool is 
it would give them an opportunity to test the waters and figure out the presentation stuff even more. Totally. Right. So we're like, okay, what acts really do light up the audience here and at home? What are the ones that like, you know, even the Super Bowl is built for a wider audience than football fans. So I oh, yeah. get right. needing to put someone on stage who is not just appealing to mm-hmm. the Overwatch League fans, right? Yeah. Um, I do get it. But I, but I think it would be fun to see them continue to figure out how to present the show to various audiences and local audiences and, and stuff like that. I'm sure there are, there are groups you could go watch. I'm, you know, there are definitely bars and cafes and stuff yeah. in New York where we could go watch New York Excelsior games with groups of people who are watching. For sure. Yeah. Well, that'd be fun. But yeah. it's yeah. still a different thing. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Yeah, the, the, like, feeling of being in that room with that many people and all of them are, like, really excited to yeah. see what's happening. And, like, whenever, like... Every snipe that happened in that game was just just wild, and it's a totally different thing. Cool. Any other final thoughts before we take a break on the Overwatch League finals? Um, I guess I just have to give a small shout out to I forget I forgot what player it was. I don't think I wrote it down. One player, Mm, maybe actually. Was it who won MVP? No, that was no, no, no. I don't think it was Profit. 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 That might have been profit. I thought profit. I don't remember who it was on the London, but it was such a funny moment that I like remember this very clearly where they asked like uh what did you think of like what did you think of the the season and what did you think of the playoffs and the, and the final like how are your feelings of, on these three different stages and the 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 answer was basically I didn't think it'd be this easy. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, really?" Like might have been profit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Uh, profit the yeah uh, the shade was the, the DPS so player for London Spitfire who right. won uh, MVP of the league. B Dosen is a but B Dosen. might have actually that might have been who said Troy it. Troy said it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't think it would be this easy. Next year, I hope we play against a stronger team. Yep. <laughs> like we assign ourselves up to be the bad guys in like, yep. the, the movie. That's why. I, that's <laughs> why. Can you do a heel thing? Yeah, was a is heel that turn. what this is? That's why I came off of uh, London Spitfire by day two. I was like, went in, I was like, eh, I'll root for, you know, the yeah. the outsiders. I don't know. I don't care about America right now. Right. I'm not into it. <laughs> right. And then next yeah. day I was like, these fucking imperialists, I swear to God, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't. Jeez. One thing that was really interesting, too, is that the, the two teams were, well, London was all Korean and mm-hmm. the other team, Philly, was half and half, like, European-Korean. Um, and right. it was very strange during the press events. None of the Korean players on Fusion ever spoke, even though they were getting all of their the oh. questions translated to them. And even I guess like part of it is definitely that they were losing both nights. Sure. Mm. That they seemed like pretty down, but like all of the like communication came from the, the European players, probably just because they already speak English. But it also felt very much like they were in charge or something. Mm. It was just very. It's a, it was a, a weird, weird vibe at the very yeah. least. Yeah. 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 I, you know, that's that's a thing that is going to have to be dealt with as exactly like again as this league continues to be big. The way that organizations are created and like who and make sure that, that everybody on them can have a, a place to speak exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right? Totally. so totally. And they should be. They should. They should be able to. Yes. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about outer space, which is where I spent my weekend. Yeah. Be right back. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, we are back, and I'm in a spaceship. It's an S-Class fighter. Uh, I have plus 48%. Uh, lasers on it, and I have plus twenty four percent shields. And what does that sound? What is the womp? The womp of shield. Not shield. Now it's shaking her head. Womp. What is the womp? My big boy approaching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is there a big okay. boy on this planet? There might be a big boy. Quick, on this scan planet. it, Austin. Um, scan it for scan seventy thousand credits, space credits. Space oh bucks. wow, big boyopolis. Uh, big boyopolis. The name of my new planet. I'd <laughs> like to live there. Uh, I uh, played a bunch of No Man's Sky. Next, obviously, we covered it a bunch. We did the pre-release interview with Sean Murray. That's up on the site. Uh, we did a launch day stream of it across a couple of different platforms. If you missed that, we did it on PS4 Pro, Xbox. Uh, One X and PC. PC. I'm playing it on PC primarily. Uh, I showed a new file uh, and have been playing that, and it's been really, 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 really fun. Uh, it's still yeah. buggy in places. It still has some serious issues in terms of like, uh, I mean, they're they're releasing tons of fixes. Is the first and foremost they're thing. Working quickly. Yeah. Is it like they're turning out a new experimental patch every day at this point? Yeah. Uh, so I think most of that stuff will get ironed out as people continue to submit bug reports but the, the core experience just completely has me again um, I'm playing on normal difficulty uh, there's also like survival permadeath and creative where like there's just hey you want to go build stuff hey you want to yeah. fly around and explore I cannot recommend creative enough I know there's some people who've hit some difficulty spikes where it's like I just want to go explore cool planets play on creative it's dope it's really cool uh, but I've been playing on normal and have had really a lot of fun hitting a point in the game now where you know, Sean Murray said this in our interview, and I – not that I didn't believe him, but I didn't <laughs> believe that he was right, which is he said, our goal is to have by hour 15 so many things you could be doing yeah. that you feel overwhelmed in a good way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, I'll probably just feel overwhelmed. Like, I don't want to feel <laughs> overwhelmed. But uh, I think for me at least he was right. 15 hours in, I'm like 18 hours in on this file now. I have so many things I could be focusing on. I, uh, and that's partially because it has so many more – I mean I think fundamentally it's largely the the structure is the structure that it was when it launched. There are definitely people who I think if they'd given it a chance at launch, if they could have gotten pa- past the bad press and the lack of features, would have found something they would have liked there or at least somewhere in there. Yeah. But they've added so many on that core box, on that core structure, on that foundation. They've added so many new loops that yeah. are – so different and interesting, um, or maybe they're not that different except in tone or in theme or something, where, for instance, right now, if I booted up the game, here are the things I could go do. Let's say let's say I had a goal, and this is the way this game works for me. It's like, I have a goal. Right now, I'm on a, I have a temperate planet, I'm building a base on this planet, uh, and it's all made of wood, and it's like this 
cool. There's no it's a so it's a temperate planet that never rains. I've never had a storm. I've never had anything bad happen. It's just like I'm not dying slowly from radiation poisoning oh, for fucking once. Beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> the animals are all dope. What I, could go wrong? What could go wrong? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I set up next to a like trade depot, which means that ships are always flying. Oh around. yeah. So it just kind of feels like active and exciting, and I can go buy new ships whenever I have the urge. You to go, set up shop next to the grocery store. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so. I'm building out from this, like, cliff, this kind of, like, wooden, multi-level, open-air, like, base that has, you know, like, stairs going up to higher levels, and there's no ceilings, there's no walls, there's no, it's just, like, a perfect outdoor, it's like, what if, what if you could live on, like, a deck? What if you could live <laughs> oh, on, like, a yeah. nice outdoor, like, deck that some your family built, you go out there, you barbecue, you, you know, look oh. out the vista, it's beautiful, you go fishing right that from the deck. wonderful. Um... But if I wanted to do that, and let's say I wanted to build something new and I needed, like, resources, I could go explore the, the planet I'm on and do some side things to where I find an ancient ruin. And in that ancient ruin, I could find a, a monolith, and that monolith could say, hey, do you want to learn more language or learn more history? And I'd be like, oh, give me the history. Of course you did. Of course I did. I like the language stuff, too. But the history is pretty cool. But lore. And so the lore is like, oh, word, there's some deep, rad lore in this game. Yeah. Don't forget it. There's, like, really rad lore in this game. And also, here's another point on this planet where there's another ancient ruin that's partially submerged into the dirt. And you go there and you start digging through the dirt and you start finding these, like, chests that have ancient keys in them. And then finally you find this ancient chest. Ancient key. Ancient key. That's oh. say that. it's <laughs> ancient key alert. Uh, oh. And you open this chest and inside there's, like, an envelope that's 1,008 years old that has, like, some silver hair in it. And like, what the fuck is this? And like, I don't know what this is, but it's worth 2.5 million space units. What? And yeah, yeah, yeah. So do those. Do the things yeah. I'm saying right now. <laughs> because you can get something wild. Or you go find a crash freighter and do a similar thing of, like, digging through and finding the, the cargo pods and finding what you need to repair the cargo pods so you can get the stuff out of that. So that's one way to make money and then, like, get what I the resources I need to build my cool base. Or I could fly up to my freighter above me, which I got from rescuing it from pirates, which I think... Everybody gets now after like fourth or fifth jump. Sounds like it. Fly into like a. I haven't hit that yet because I explore too much. <laughs> totally. But if you jump a few more times, you'll probably like jump into a system and see a freighter under attack from pirates. Mm. It's a really funny bit because it's like you beat the pirates. The captain's like, "Hey, can you come talk to me in the freighter?" And you roll in, and they're just like, "Hey, yeah, this sucks. I, I can't <laughs> do this freighter captain thing anymore. This is I'm not cut out for it." Do you want this? Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you're like, yeah, I guess, cool freighter. And like, then you have a freighter, and then you get frigates. And so I could go up there and spend some time sending my fleet out on missions and getting back little fleet reports where it's like, <sighs> yes. yeah, we found. I sent out. Uh, I had sent a, a, a sent out different types of missions: combat missions, trade missions, exploration, and industrial. Someone out on an exploration mission recently, and it like found a uh, a an empty freighter, and it was like. Um, yeah, we got some weird readings from in here, but we didn't know. Uh, we decided to go for it anyway, and we found these eggs, and we brought them back on board. Like, no, you cannot bring eggs on board. Don't do that. <laughs> like, oh, they, they blew up, and half of our ship is all fucked up. Can you come repair it? Oh. But <laughs> also, we found this cobalt, and now you can have that. Or like, oh, also, we did a trade, and here's 38,000 units or whatever. So I can get money that way. Or I could take missions from that freighter where I'm going to go out and hunt pirates or go be a pirate and, like, attack some other space freighters. Oh, Are you a pirate, Austin? I've been a pirate in this this game. I was, oh. I was, I was playing the other night. Yeah, I don't have to get into like 
a friend of mine just like jumped into my game and I was like, what if we just spent the next hour robbing people? It's <laughs> robbing season. Um, and it can be buggy. I think the multiplayer stuff is still pretty buggy. But it's just mm-hmm. the, the point is that there's all of these different ways now. Or I could be a farmer or I could be, you know, just doing – oh, the other great one. I upgraded my space gun, my multi-tool, yes. to have two S-class scanner modules on it, which upgrade the amount of money you get from just scanning oh. animals by by – an amount, a percentage I've never seen in a video game. It's like plus eight thousand percent money Excuse from me. scanning Shit. animals, plus seven thousand percent for scanning plants, and it's like wait, eight thousand percent more money from scanning an animal? Just give me my my guns a camera now. Okay, no pictures of these animals. Yeah, Pokemon Snap time. Hell yeah, with the camera, not with the gun. Totally. Like, if I'm gonna make you know? thousand units for scanning animals now, you could be the space biologist. You could be the space zoologist who's going around and like building out your catalog. And so that addition of just like, oh, I'm overwhelmed by all these different things I can do. On top of just the fact that I think it plays better, it feels better. Yeah. The third person stuff is such an addition. Okado, you've been playing a bunch of it. Danielle, you've yeah. been playing yeah. a bunch of it. I'm curious about your experiences, but especially with like you both played it like me before. Mm-hmm. What's the biggest thing that's changed the experience for you so far? Go ahead, because uh, I have a weird thing. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think the the amount of things. Uh, resources that you need mm. feels so much better like mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. feel like when i get stuck on a planet like i i can make the resources for fuel much easier but it's not so quick that it feels meaningless right right they they i think they finally hit that sweet spot of like this feels like i'm surviving i'm scrap scraping along but it, it doesn't become a slog right that's the biggest thing for me from launch to now yeah. is that they've really ironed out that ramp of like finding these couple of things, making the refiner, then you gotta refine this to make the other thing, and then you've mm-hmm. got fuel and you're good to go, right? Like, like there's enough steps that it's, like, a good chunk of time, but it's not, like... Because they've added these steps... Right. you talk about warp fuel there, specifically, yeah, right? Which yeah. is, like, jumping from system to system, where before it was like, okay, well, first you have to make this purple thing. Right. Then you take the purple thing and make it into a red thing and right. then a, a green thing, and then you can turn it into a warp cell, and then you can go. And right. now it's like, that part of it's way more streamlined. Yes, much more. And, like, it still has, like, a lot of different things. Like, you still need to have, like... You need to have this new, the refiner thing, which, like, adds, like, this added element of, like, okay, you have to fuel the refiner and, like, put in a certain amount of, and, like, it's not one-to-one. It feels and, like, like a don't starve thing to me. If either right. Either. Yeah, yeah, play I played starve. a ton of that. Yeah, where yeah. you're like, okay, I have this machine where I put stuff in, and it turns into this other version of a thing. Right. And the thing that I like about that is, like, all right, I'm going to put all this copper in here so I can get chromatic metal or whatever. Right. Oh, and while that's happening, I'm going to go over here and explore this I love that. And then come back and get my chromatic metal. And it's done. Oh, then it's done. Yeah. Forget about it. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Forget about it. Forget about it. It's nice. It's nice, isn't it, Vinny? Yeah. So, so how about for you then? All right. So I've had a different experience. I'll very briefly go through. I I do really appreciate that. I actually finally got to that place last night, but it it was a bit of a journey to get there. I saw your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So I um I had played you know many hours of it when it first came out, but that was two years ago. So I booted up a brand new disc. Thank you, Austin. Uh Uh, And. There was no save file associated. And I was like, oh, I must have played this on oh, my ex's yeah, account, yeah, basically. Yeah, sure. uh, it's a new PlayStation, new account. So it's sort of like, all right, okay, fine, I'll start up again. I started up a new game, and I was on a desert planet. And I was like, wow, this really looks the same. I really thought um, that there were changes <laughs> yeah. for next. After like an hour of getting through, I went through the whole grind oh of the oh, beginning like fixing a ship of the game, all, yeah. fixing the ship, the whole thing, before I realized 
that Next was downloading in the background. Wow. <laughs> so well, I stopped that. that. Had a better, uh, a more fresh comparison. That's between true. The launch there you go. I just there played you go. the launch game yeah, like yeah. the other day, yesterday or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I, I re-rolled. So mm-hmm. we're on like the third re-roll at uh-huh. this point. <laughs> you download next. You yeah, download right, next. Right. Start again. And I have a planet that is like extremely toxic. And I was like, Not just I toxic. figured it out that you know. Everybody starts on a toxic or radiation or some or sort of some sort of environmental damage right. planet to get you to like actually understand and learn the tutorials. I thought I was too big for my britches and didn't need that tutorial <laughs> shit because I was like, I'm a veteran. I've played 30 hours of this game, including the other like two hours I played in the launch game but just the other day. They've changed so much. They've changed so much. I know. Yeah. Uh, and I went from like planet to planet. Never got a warp cell. Just went from bad planet to bad planet and died like six times to firestorms. And I was like, fuck. And then I like kind of went, I, I kind of, you know, sheepishly, yeah. my tail between my legs, I re rolled again. So we're on like game number four, oh, <laughs> four at this point. Finally got a planet that was like toxic but not terrible mm-hmm. and actually paid attention to the tutorial. The tutorial. Yeah, and no, actually like... got through. So now I'm, I've, I'm earlier in the game than I should be sure. by all, for how many hours I've put into it in the last, you know, like few days. Sure. But I finally, I don't have a warp cell yet, but I have been going Fair. from the planets in my system and they're pretty nice. It's industrial and promising. Ooh, those are, those okay. are the terms. Like right. slightly toxic but promising. But promising. <laughs> so, you know, nice whatever. It's nice to have a promising environment. Yeah, yeah. it's really nice. Someone sent up I think it was Nick. Uh, Nick is next. Friend yeah. of the show tweeted today. I think it was Nick. Nick is next. Uh, uh, who tweeted that he found a planet that has uh, the the environment type or the weather, the climate was memories of frost. Oh, wow. evocative! That's super evocative. Yes. It, was like, it was one of those weird planets that just has like. Weird sci-fi geography. Yes, like, oh. stuff is made of glass and cyborgs. Uh, stuff is just floating, like yeah, little yeah, yeah. islands. Little, this is like land. even further than that. Like some of the, they have a whole like new exotic planet class that came out a couple of updates. That was ago. in that was in Atlas, Atlas Rises. Rises. It was like a key part of Atlas yeah, Rises, yeah. Which is the main storyline. And like you'll see it eventually. Oh, I'm so like, excited. There's a bunch of them that all yeah. have just like really weird sci-fi bullshit happening. Uh, yes. in them. And I think that was one of the one of the ones for that. And I mean, that's one of yeah. my favorite things right now. Is just. The thing that it's hitting me with is just like I'm not playing a lot multiplayer. I've played a little bit multiplayer, um, both actively with a friend and then also just like, hey, someone jumped in my game really quick or whatever. But I am there's the asynchronous multiplayer aspect of this game in the game, which is the like, oh, people named things like, oh, hey, you saw that thing and you gave it, you called it a big boy, and now it says big, <laughs> now it says big big boyopolis and like whatever. Womp is that the name? Womp, right? Uh, and that's cool. That's yeah. that part of it's cool. But what I really love is the external asynchronous multiplayer, which yes. is going on Twitter and seeing dope screenshots. Yes, yes. that part is so, so good. Many, or, like, things happening on, like, it's wild going on the Reddit page now, and every post that, it, like, there are posts that are like, hey, be careful, this bug, this bug will fuck you over, hey, check your save file, make sure you're not getting this weird repeated line of code, because right. that's a bad sign. But there are also so many posts that are like, hey, I found a water planet where it's all water, and the water is really high to the degree that when I landed in the planet, I went underwater. Oh, like, what? That's wild, right? <laughs> or the like, those sorts of stories were not happening that often at launch, partially because the game is by, like, the the new terrain generation is just so much better. Yeah. Like, you can so, you can it's like I saw it even, day. like, in that Totally. wild split where I played basically the old game with no updates <laughs> right. into the fully updated new game. It was just like, 
holy crap. Like, yeah. this is so much more varied and so much more interesting yes. to look yeah, at. It yes. was amazing. Even just seeing from the sky, yeah. looking down, and it actually matching to what you're yeah. looking at yeah. from from higher up in space. So it used cool. to do it at a certain level as you descended, but now it's like, from space, I can see there's a giant canal here or a yeah. trench, and I can fly down and find that trench and fly through that trench. And that's just like... It makes it feel like a place that has had a geological history in yes. a way that it didn't previously. Uh, that communicates so much about about the place. So, like, I found one place that was like all of I was flying over the water, and it was just like little circles, like little pools of water, like like land popping up, just a little bit of like like a little bit of land in a ring, basically popping above the ocean surface. Like, what the fuck is happening here? And finally, I flew over land and saw that there were these like black craters from, like, impacts. And it's like, oh, huh. something has been hitting this planet. Oh. Like, that's not what happened. It rolled dice in the background. I was like, oh, yeah, this is right. a crater planet. Put right. the, uh, hit the checkbox on crater. Uh, but it looked but like But somebody that. connected that logic that. at some point in programming. It. Right, so, right. like, yes, awesome. it kind of, yeah. And for me, as the player, none of that actually happened. All I saw was like, oh, shit, crater, uh, yeah. you know, asteroids crashed here and made this whole thing, like, pockmarked with these round circles that are everywhere. That's why there's also, like, the different... Different uh, colors and blah blah blah. It was really 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 cool. Um, oh, that's so rad. Totally. So like, and I think on top of that, the other big one for me is just third person. Sure. It has turned out to be. That's so the way you like to play. I've been playing third person. I still love first person. I still really like the experience of seeing stuff um, in. Uh, uh, like, seeing a new cockpit. If I get a new ship, I'm going in and be like, oh, what's this cockpit look like or whatever. I still like taking photos and, like, or, like, I like looking around the environment first person. I'm walking through this forest. Yeah. But the having the scale of third person and seeing how big an animal is or seeing, right. like, just having the scale to a vista. Yeah. Turns out, does a lot to communicate tone and, and space. You know? Yeah. Oh, it's, so. it's, I'm going to play a lot more. I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad that it's found uh, an audience and I'm glad that it's improved. Like yeah. I I am a big fan of the game from when it launched, but I'm also like it's improved so much since then. Um I'm replaying through the story stuff yeah, cuz yeah. I started the new campaign or a new save and like right. that stuff is still really cool. Yeah. Um what I played of it the first time around was really exciting and like I don't. Rem- I don't remember why I stopped. Right. I was interested in the story. It wasn't because the story was not interesting. Yeah, it was like something happened. You should. You should keep playing. <laughs> yes, because there was really good stuff in there. Yeah. Stuff. No, I'm excited to um, catch up with my old save and do it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh any other thoughts on Moon and Sky? I'm gonna keep checking in on it because I am gonna keep playing it probably. But it's nice to like, have it. It's nice yeah. to have this retreat again. It's been yes. a very busy couple of weeks, so it's been cool to be able to like. I'm gonna go to pretty space. Right. land, you know? I yeah. guess just a shout-out, just in case people don't know, there is a specific photo mode. It's not just, like, oh, taking screenshots. Yes, yes, and, like, yes. it's very good. There are a lot of options. Yeah. Depth of field stuff in there, like, Ooh. filters and, like, stuff. time of day. Yeah, you can move, you can it's put not, the sun wherever you want, which is really good. Really fun. That's so good. Really That's yeah. It's cool. not as in-depth as, like, the the uh, Horizon or Dawn one. I don't think, I don't think it is. Maybe, mm, I don't think it is. But it's still very, very cool. Uh, doing character customization stuff really helps bring yeah, out a lot. For um, sure. Are you playing as a Gek? I'm, I'm a little Gek. Okay. Have little... you made your character yet? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I got to my first space station right. last night. Right. So I just, I'm just messing with colors. I'm okay. making like a very rainbow bright little nice. lady nice. kind of thing going okay. on. Okay. But, you know, we'll nice see. Work. I was going to say the one thing that really strikes me more than anything was what made me stop playing after a while mm. was just feeling like I was on a treadmill that right. sucked. Mm. Like it was actually not a very fun treadmill. Right. And now it feels like 
every aspect of the treadmill has been improved. Right. Like every aspect. Still what you were saying the loops on loops on loops. Right. There are different loops to actually go and look at, yes. and the world feels more populated. That's even huge. even like yes. very you know you're still alone on huge stretches of, of that's part of the gameplay experience. But when you actually go to trading posts, there are at least five or six cool aliens <laughs> right. to have cool interactions right. with. Totally. That totally. makes it feel a little bit more like. Yeah, this is an, an actual place. Even if it's sparsely populated, there's, like, other life here. And that's a, also a really welcoming feeling. Even the animal AI has yes. been in a way that actually— It doesn't I mean, just poop this, out cookies or whatever it used right. to do. Yeah. So, I mean, it still, <laughs> it still, does, it still but... does poop out cookies. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I mean, that's fine. We were playing on the launch day, and Natalie was mad because I had some missions to kill animals. I was like, I gotta kill these animals, but I didn't do it in front of you. And oh. so when I went home, I <laughs> worse. Was, I was like, this is I'm worse. Actually, a betrayal. Wait, this <laughs> is the lobster thing. Oh, it's the lobster thing from this morning. We're oh, talking right. about killing yeah, your killing, own food. Yeah, totally yeah. kill you. Yeah. So I'm the lobster. <laughs> do it in front oh of me. Oh my god, I didn't kill <laughs> you. In the in the previous release, they added missions, and they added missions, and some of the missions are like, hey, there's overpopulation. Can you go kill 17 space antelope or whatever? Like, yeah, sure, I got it. Don't worry about it. In the previous games, it was, hey, don't worry, I got it. I'm, I'm taking care of it. Now it was like, all right, kill that first antelope. And then it was like, one of them was like, <laughs> and then like the rest all as a herd break off and run together. And it was like, oh, they've never herded before. Yeah. They've never had that AI that makes them move yeah. like a pack before. And I immediately felt terrible. Oh. And so that's the difference is I felt really bad as I killed oh. those 17 space antelope. And I don't think you I'm kept going? Yeah, just for the 17. Oh my but god! But never again. But never, never again, again, right? They were, it's it's going to be fine. I have a mission. I have a it's mission. Be I'm trying okay. to save my friend. I need to raise my rep with the Viking, <laughs> and they need those space antelopes. One too. life for many. It's a very important life. <sighs> I just saw Mission Impossible last night. Me too. <laughs> Two nights ago. <laughs> One life. One life. Yeah, I, somebody uh, you. You're need to Tom. Be, you're Ethan. No, I'm. You're Ethan. You're Ethan. No, you're Ethan. You're the one who. Oh wait, no, you're, no, no one wants to be Tom. You're Ethan. And you're the evil. You're not evil. She wasn't evil. She was cool. The CIA lady who's like, no, yeah, I have to make lady. the. Yeah. Uh huh. We should talk about waypoints. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna, we're gonna do this. Let's talk about waypoints. We've already gone for a little while today, so yeah. we'll come back to the question bucket next week. Uh... Unless you give me a look, do you want to? No, do... I I have a waypoint. Oh, okay. I'm excited Tell me about, about your waypoint. It's Glow Season Two of Glow. Okay. so good. I wrote Explain a little bit about it. All right, Glow stands for Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, and mm-hmm. it is a Netflix series, a fictionalized series right. in modern times. Last season was the first season was last year. The current season, or the one that just came out this month, uh, you know, is very very recent. Uh, and it is a sort of fictionalized series about a real thing, right. a real series from the 80s of all women wrestling. But that wasn't just a wrestling show. It was also a variety show with really ridiculous comedy very and stunts top, and bad rapping right. and music videos. <laughs> and it's a delight. However, uh, they also, like, go in deep on this of the fact that it's, like, extremely racist and classist and sexist. Right, right. Like, the, all these women were playing, like, very stereotypical, stereotypical characters right, right. that were, like, intensely problematic in a lot of ways. And this – the first season goes in on that a bit, but this second season really, 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 I think, found its heart mm-hmm. in what it actually wants to say about those politics. Uh, I wrote about that a little bit on the site. Uh, last week, but I finally finished the series this weekend because I, I had only gotten to about halfway. And there's some gay stuff 
in the second half of the series, which is really good. Nice. Uh, some of it is very hard hitting and tough, and mm, it yeah, like yeah. has to do with the AIDS epidemic. Right, it's sure. we're talking about 1985 right, here, right. Uh, and some of it is actually really sweet and really nice. So we got we got all sides on that. Got to hear all sides. I mean, <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> you know, sometimes the gay like has, a like, like a in a good yeah. way, it actually showed like yeah. happy queer, yeah, yeah, and then I, also like a queer struggle. Right. It so it's not one of I said that poorly, like, but yeah, that's no. The, but I know what you mean. Right? Yeah. It's like there is, there is. I think that's like a thing that comes up a lot in in queer communities. Yes. Is like, hey, we want to see happy queer characters, but also creators often are like, yeah, dog, that's not my experience, and right. I'm making this art for me as much as for you. I want to represent why the struggle means something to me. Mm-hmm. I want to represent pain as well as joy. And the, the alternative is, historically, there's been a lot of queer struggle and with yeah. very little queer joy shown. Yes. Uh, and so I think that that's the, that, that balance seems good. Yeah. Anyway, I think it worked for not this. To be a, not to be a centrist on this issue. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's wow. like, that's not the way it is. It's just this right. particular context. Yes. Natalie. Do I have a waypoint? Do you have a waypoint? Um... Mm, Maybe the new Mission Impossible movie. Impossible <laughs> um, honestly, had a really good time. Action packed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that movie was like dope. It was. I liked that movie. Seeing that movie after seeing like the last few action movies I've seen have mostly been like Marvel movies, yes. mm. and seeing like actual action. <sighs> it's it's cool. as com- as compared to CGI action. This just felt like so like gritty and like. Like just and knowing that like Tom Cruise did all the, like right, actually right, did, did all the stunts, stunts yeah. like jumped out of a plane a hundred times right. to get that like that it was just like man you got a problem but I'm here <laughs> like I'm here to watch I, the the outcome I guess yeah, I don't I, know the thing there's a couple things I loved about it in terms of. This is an action movie, and mm-hmm. so it's gonna. We know it's gonna go ridiculous places. Yeah, Mission Impossible in the last few have gone to increasingly ridiculous places. Totally, sandstorms and diving into giant whirlpools, and you know, there's always the a Dubai gimmick. Du- the climbing. Dubai climbing yeah. on the side of the thing. And yeah, like, it's, it's been like that. And action movies in general have there's been a, a, a history of like increased stakes, increased like. Hey, this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Totally, and there's always been exceptions. I think John Wick has been a, sh- uh, a series that's like feels gritty and physical and weighty, but like grounded, yeah, in... so grounded, right? Yeah. Exactly. Or you know, there have been other examples of that sort of those sorts of fight scenes pop up here and there. Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde, Atomic Blonde, yeah. uh, say a similar creative yeah. background. Yes. The fight, the fight scene in Eastern Promises, like there are <sighs> here and there, there are those moments of like, oh wow. This felt more like those things than like Mission Impossible, where like, yes, mm. the action sequence have have uh, sequences have gimmicks, but yeah. the gimmicks are like like the bathroom fight scene where the gimmick okay. is what's up, go. But the one disappointment I had in that bathroom fight scene yeah. was when he went. Yeah. It didn't make the yeah, noise. He wasn't because that's not what they were going for. I know, but it was he didn't so grow a cool. Pocket. He didn't grow the pocket in the uh, movie. The, he didn't grow a pocket for I know, real. I know. <laughs> the I gift know. was misleading. I understand. Was, I understand that tweet was good. The gifts are compressed. The gifts are compressed. Yeah. He didn't grow a pocket. Henry Cavill, who was great in this. <laughs> yeah, by he the was way. very good. But that fight scene was so good because that the entire weird. gimmick of that fight scene one is just like there's ceramic everywhere. Mm. Two, the space was very clearly communicated. Where like it's a bathroom that has. Uh, stalls at the end, 
and then has like you know urinals on the sides and a mirror and a mirror with like the the sinks, sinks dividing it like so it's a third wall like a wall between the two mm-hmm. and they shot it in such a way that it was very clear where the action was happening totally they separated the fighting there's like two on one fight basically and the one was very very good and like powerful and strong and quick and all that yeah and so it was like using that against them and then three they introduced this thing which is like the metal pipe one of the, like a curved metal pipe from a sink yeah that lets you do all sorts of cool like pulling people around yes. and yeah. like it's dangerous because it's sharp yeah stuff and like <laughs> all of the sequences in that movie have that sort of very grounded simple gimmick that adds something to what the fight is or what the action sequence is totally and it never goes to I'm climbing on the, the side of a building in Dubai or I'm diving into a I don't think so. I think that stuff is like very 80s action all the way through. Mm-hmm. There's like a helicopter sequence. You yeah, know what that's I mean? what I was like, referring to. But like that sequence is like you could have shot you could have shot that sequence, a version of that sequence in the 1980s. It's just been way worse. Right yeah, now, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like they brought higher production value to totally. a very classic style. Like that chase sequence. There's a car chase. Oh, God, that's just so good. a dope car chase. That's just a dope car chase. Yeah. And like coming off of seeing Fast and Furious for years, which I like the Fast and the Furious movies, but where they have escalating, like not just escalating stakes, but escalating. Like jumping off ramps. Right, totally. Like just just like. This was like, we're in fucking Paris. We're just in Paris and driving cars. Yeah. Remember how that's good. cool? Yeah. The answer's like, yeah, I do yeah. remember how that's Hell cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, some, good, some good acting, fun. It's a fun movie. <sighs> I think it's genuinely, I like Ving Rhames a lot. Ving Rhames oh, yes. steals the show every time he talks. Simon Pegg is really funny in it. Yeah. Um, all the characters are like fairly solid. Uh, I definitely wish there had been, it's, it's funny to be like, oh yeah, this is an important series for Ethan Hunt's personal life. But like, yeah. you know, and a lot of people don't remember that stuff because like, who remembers? Because that church, because that Bellerophant from the mid two thousands one. Wow, yeah. that's a deep cut. From that's oh, the second one. Hell right? yeah! But like, and so my two, the yeah. the. Uh, romantic interest in MI2 just vanished from the series yep. without ever being mentioned again. <laughs> and new romantic interests have been injected. <laughs> and like, I think this movie does an all right job of introducing those to a new viewer. Yeah, but the series in general has not been great for women. Uh, and no. like, yeah. and this one continues to it's. It, there are rad women it's in this right. series. It's all right. It, yeah. it ain't winning yeah. awards on this. No. Um, but, like, I wish that there – it's like, for whatever reason, I've seen all of these movies. But yeah. I don't ever remember that I've seen all of these movies. Yeah, I no. always think there's one I missed, and that's why it doesn't hang together in my head in the same way. Well, they're yeah. they're spaced out, like, in time. Like, in the right. terms of, like, how often they've come out, they're spaced out far enough that you, like, lose – Yeah. Because I know I've, I've been watching these since I was a kid. Right. Like, I've seen all these. I know – I know that there's lore. Yes. I have no idea what it is. 2001, 2004 or 5, and then, like, 2011. And then... 2013? So, like... Yeah. Though there's a 2000... There's, like, a a gap. There there are a couple of gaps. Yeah. Yeah, One and two, it's, like... Maybe it's, like, 2001 and, like, 2004 or something like that. That sounds right. Yeah. Because I remember Blairfont. <laughs> right, that's the John Woo one, right? Yes, that's the, yeah, the second, second one. one. Yeah, that's yeah, Long Hair yeah. Tom. Right, that's yes, Long Hair Tom. Yes, it is. And three is uh, Phil, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is the bad guy. Yes. Who is fucking great. Yeah, oh my that. God, he was amazing he's in that. Really I haven't seen that, that since he's it was in theaters, so but yes. Brutal. He's just like such like a, a guy in a dress shirt who, which yeah. is already scary in yes. my opinion. And, and <laughs> yep. Like a white dude in a dress shirt. <laughs> Run. Most important. Run yep. the other way. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. Totally. And then, and then. And then the two, the two more well, the most recent one and then right. the one before that were the J.J. Abrams ones that were right. very, like, stylish. Yes. In a way. Well, they were yeah. all stylish. They felt good, though. But they had but a they different, were, yeah, yeah. different, I don't know. 
Different vibe. Anyway, I've I enjoyed that movie more than I thought I would. Yeah, and, totally. And that was cool. So was that your that. waypoint too? Are well, you sharing a yes. waypoint? I'm going to share this waypoint because okay. otherwise we'll talk for another 20 minutes about a bad <laughs> anime I'm watching, which we'll get around to. Oh, it. So oh. I love it. It's great. <laughs> anyway, go ahead, Kato. Zol, the will of thousands, perished but was not destroyed. Great. I'm Death is a road. Uh-huh. Death is a metamorphosis. Yeah. The unsacred union between destroyer and destroyed. Oh. The might which defeats a god is also the ambrosia that that god craves. The meat sweet logic of existence asserted by violence. Oh. The binomial decision between two ways of being which deny each other. In dying, Zol fed, fed richly. Uh, there's a new gun in Destiny that's cool as hell. Okay. <laughs> wow! I'm sorry that Good. I'm not sure how many people are still playing Destiny out there, but if you fell off of Destiny, you should check back in for this mm-hmm. specific thing that's happening every weekend now. Starting Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, goes all the way till Monday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, there's a, a not-so-secret anymore, but secret mission that you can go on by doing a set of steps. The gun is called the Whisper of the Worm. It's got yeah, amazing worm. Yeah, yeah, worm, worm. God damn. Lots of <laughs> worm, worm. Um, and it's this is been why you're Gen Z and I'm a millennial. Oh, yep. Continue. <laughs> um, it's been kind of amazing watching this uh, mission come out and seeing the community kind of like revitalize. Yeah. Like it's been such a great thing to see all of the especially on like the waypoint discord which we never really fell off necessarily but it was definitely slower there were like yeah. a couple raids here and there people were still talking about the game but like it everyone came out of the woodwork for this and it was it's got some of the best level design there's new there's like there's new songs in this like oh, multiple wow. tracks okay, cool. that are just for this mission um is this exclusive to the latest dlc or is it I, I, you know what i'm not actually sure because okay. it's accessible through a public event on IO. So I think technically no. But don't quote me on that. Um, Because I do have the latest idiocy and most of the people that I've been playing with do at this point. But um, it's really, um, it's been amazing because it's so well designed. It's um, something that you need a fire team for, but you only need three. Right, it's not like a raid where it's like hard, sometimes hard to get six people, um, but even then we were having like three or four teams go out on the waypoint Discord at a time just to try to get this gun. It's difficult in the way that most Destiny content isn't, where it's less like your guns aren't good enough. It's more like you have to be good at making callouts and focus firing down the tougher enemies, that sort of thing. It's really and it's got some. I know that Destiny's not a platforming game, but I actually think the platforming in this section, in this bit, is, like, very, very cool. Like, oh, there's nice. a lot of, like, very thin ledges that you're walking along. It's very, like, Vault of Glass. Well, the one thing glass. that would get yes. me into yeah. Destiny is like, platforming. Totally, totally. Actually, yep. and, like, it's... There's, there's that one jump at Vault of Glass that is, like, a really cool jump, but yeah. also scary as hell. Yes, exactly. It's, yeah. like, that, that for the... Like, yeah. It's, like, that, but for, like... 15 minutes of, like, different rooms and, like, the path forward isn't always, like, obvious. Like, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, like, poking in holes and being like, oh, where does that lead? And, like, the the, one of the coolest things about it is that once you get the gun once, Mm -hmm. a new version of the mission opens up on the map that you can access whenever without going through the public event. Right. um, That changes things week to week. Oh, that's neat. So, like, you can come back and, like, it'll also, every week that you run through it, 
it powers up the gun even more. Oh, wow. So, like, you're, like, building on top of this it's gun. Like, this gun is already broken, the worm of, by the wait, way. Whisperer the of, of the Worm. Okay, Whisperer of the Worm. It's already, like, the gun is broken as hell, and it's going to be even more powerful what if you keep it? coming back. It's it's basically a sniper rifle okay. that, um, if you play Destiny 1 and you remember the Black Hammer from uh, oh, the, the Crota raid. Black Spindle. Black Spindle later. Okay. Oh. But bla- okay, so Black Hammer was three precision shots, and then you get a free magazine out of thin air. Just right. free bullets, as long as you're hitting you precision shots. Three headshots in a row, which like, three vex body shots in a row, yeah. or whatever. Which, like, if you're fighting a boss, that's all you're aiming for. That's right. all you're hitting anyways, right? right? right, right. So this is, like, about DPS. Black Spindle changed it so that it would pull that ammo from your reserves. Right. Whisper of the Worm goes back to the old way, the broken way, Probably basically, like where getting you're getting free ammo, free ammo forever. A boss you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Good. And Why would I not use this all the time? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's... It's gonna be that gun where yeah. like everyone's gonna break every every. But like we're at the we're at the like we're at the point of this expansion where it's like it's time to break things, right? It's right. time to just have right. fun with it. Right. Like right. everyone's already hit. Forsaken is gonna hit September year, right? Seventh or something. And so at that yeah. point, that stuff is gonna outclass right. everything in this exactly. Anyway, so there's actually so many systems changing that a lot of the guns are gonna be left behind, not because you can't infuse them, like. Old like oh, it's just because there's not. new perks. Uh, there's a new perk system, okay. so like things just won't be as good because full stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Well, um, but yeah, hop back on for, for for Forsaken probably, and need to decide. And I need to commit to actually getting there on PC right. probably, and like it's, actually being there. So yeah. I definitely thought you were doing a Black Metal Cats thing. <laughs> when you first read that, I was like, oh, Black Metal Cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's one of Destiny those. Destiny Lord. Destiny Lord. Yeah, Whisper of the Worm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was also only half of the lore on that gun. So if you want to, you oh, get the gun, you can read the rest of the lore. The, new, the fact that they're doing like grimoire. Oh, the book, the physical thing. book I'm thing. Not, oh, that was yeah. a No, yeah, like I'm not gonna buy it. Please, no. Just put it. It's well, they're I, putting, yeah, they're putting it in the game. I know. Finally, like, all right, that is gonna do it for us. Today, Danielle, where can people find you on the internet? At Danielle or I. How about you, Natalie? At Natalie Watson. Ricardo, how about you? At A underscore Cotto underscore appears. Follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. You can follow Waypoint at twitter.com slash waypoint, facebook.com slash waypointvice, youtube.com slash waypointvice, and over at twitch.tv slash Waypoint. As always, thank you to Bowen for letting us use the track Miss You off the EP Pale Machine. Find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. And as always, if you have questions, we didn't get to them today, but we will in the future, you can send those over to gaming at vice.com. All right. Let's face this week together. It's yes. going to be another long one, but here's how it's thunderstorms. Here, hopefully it'll rain and cool things down a little bit. And yeah. It already nice has one. a little bit. It has a little yeah, bit. It know. has a little bit. Danielle. Take us out. All right, let's all hold hands and say, be good and no be good at it. No one's oh, fine. I meant metaphorically. <laughs> all, like all the listeners on the podcast, okay, all of us. One more time. Be good and be good at it. Peace. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.